Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal. Happy Monday morning to you. April 3rd, 2023. We got a lot to talk about today in the Bachelor world. Plus, Love is Blind. We'll get into that. And American Idol. The songs we loved from last night's episode. I'm going to play some of those for you right now on Bachelor Rush Hour. I hope you're enjoying your Monday commute home. Some drizzles today in Los Angeles. Another rainy day. Although they do say by Easter weekend, this coming weekend, it's going to be mid-80s in L.A. So get your butt over here to Southern California and get some sun with me. All right. Vitamin D plus a little Dave Neal here for your afternoon commute home. Let's get into it. I'm going to share with you guys my, I think, four favorite performances from last night's episode of American Idol. I got to tell you, I've been, you'd think they're paying me to say this, but they're not. I love the show. It's really got a unique identity right now. They are just showing good music. They're not showing the the weirdos that, you know, are there trying to, you know, like I say this every time, if Bachelor could just take a note from American Idol and how they're producing the show, I think we're living in a post-pandemic world where people do want a dopamine rush in happiness and not just fighting in uh, endless drama. We want to see the stories of people overcoming all the odds. And we're going to get to that in American Idol in one second. Also on today's episode, I'm going to play for you a YouTube clip uh, where Gabby, you know, of course, from last week's finale of The Bachelor, explains why she didn't drop out of the running for Zach Shell Cross's heart. I'm going to share what she has to say as she chats with grocery store Joe. Plus, I've also got some info. Zach Shell Cross claps back at boring criticism. He says, you don't have to watch. I got what I came for, which is the love of my life. And we're all like, all right, calm down, Zach. You're 26. Let's see how it all plays out. You know, the show doesn't end at the finale. Now is the hard part, which is coexisting. That's the hard part. Anyone can fall in love. And I mean, anybody can fall in love when when you're in a warm beach somewhere and you don't have to worry about heading to work the next day. But of course, Love is Blind will also show us that how it works in the real world is a little bit different. But before we get to that, smut, let's get to some good old-fashioned pipes being sung here by Colin Stowe. Last night's episode of American Idol, it's called Hollywood Week. This is after they've made it through the uh, the first auditions, and now they have to perform not just in front of the judges, but in front of their fellow um, auditioners. sweetheart of mine, I'm gonna break it Now that's Colin Stowe. So he's kind of representing our country aspect of the show. Now we've got Hawaiian native. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He lives in Seattle now, priced out of Hawaii, as a lot of the locals have been, due to gentrification, people buying their second homes. Looking at you, Mark Zuckerberg. Either way, I think he's in the Pacific Northwest. Here we have, I mean, just the soulful voice of William Tongi. Turn down the light, turn down the bed, turn down these voices inside my head, lay down with me and tell me no lies, just hold me close, don't pitch your night. Don't 
Cause I can't make you love me if you don't God, perfect You can't make your heart feel Something you want Here in the dark In these final hours I will lay down my heart And I'll feel the power What you want No, you want Cause I can't make you love me If you don't and that, of course, is a amazing performance by William and singing to his dad, who recently passed away. Uh, man, these songs I, I just covered in goosebumps after I listened to this. And speaking of which, it just doesn't end here. Uh, we've got another performance. Um, now, let me make sure I'm pronouncing the, the name right here because not everyone's Instagram is their name they go by this is we annie am i pronouncing her name right i hope i am but she gets the whole audience to sing along with her and then after the song was over um as she's waiting in the wings talking to you know the cameraman the the whole audience starts singing a cappella to her original song she breaks down crying have a listen much but do you really think i give up if my patience wasn't thin my mind was at ease and would you please make me happy i don't know why you're here if you're wasting my time let me know so i can find another guy i want to know what you're good for There it is, folks. Another just amazing performance. Again, you can check all these out. I think it's on Hulu the day after. I think they have another episode tonight. We'll be covering all of this. I've got, I think, one more. Or this is Zachariah Smith. This is crazy. He's 19 years old. What is he from? Like Mississippi or Alabama, somewhere in the south there. He's um, married, and his wife has three kids from a previous marriage, I believe. So he's got three, three stepkids, 19 years young, and he's got this amazing voice, and not just that, but also a great performance abilities have a listen you're throwing away a fortune and feeling but someday you'll pay yeah. you're as cold as ice Work it. Yeah. <laughs> you're as cold as ice all right, so there it is. And again, I think we're down to our final two. All right, so our final two, Mary Beth Bird. She is a, a radio DJ and has uh, amazing pipes. Have a listen. You're never coming home. The grass, trees, and dew. How I just hate you. A blister in those headlights around. Please turn those headlights around. All right, so look, look, it's just endless. I, this, I, if this isn't the strongest season, I just don't know what is. I don't know what is. I've got two more clips I'm going to play for you guys, but it's just one banger after another. Now we have a contestant from the country of Georgia. She just lays it down. Black hole sun, won't you come? 
Okay, so that wasn't the that wasn't the lady from Georgia. That was Kyra. I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing right. Kyra, Kyra. Uh, but I had two. Uh, here's our final two. ovation from the judges there and that was our uh, friend from georgia now she's already got a huge following she's uh she must uh you could tell as a performer she's you know she's performing all over i think she's actually was in dubai so she's been all over performing a huge following almost half a million but um from from the vets down to the beginners you hate to call them beginners here but we've got i believe a 15 or 16 year old haven madison and she is a singer songwriter and she wrote this song for her brother who was suicidal and he is in recovery and they kind of featured that storyline on last night's episode but her words and I am not exaggerating left the whole audience crying including myself I mean just incredible the way she was able to touch a whole country's worth of people have a listen without goodbye you would miss the tears I'd cry And of course, like I said, just that, that to me was the performance of the week. Let me know what you guys think. That's going to be your American Idol recap. I'll continue doing this. We definitely heard the winner in one of these. I'll tell you that. And in other reality TV news, we've got Love is Blind. Are you watching? It's season four. It's, uh, it's, it's got a lot of people talking. I'll tell you that much. So much so, and you know the show's doing well when, uh, when contestants have to apologize on their social medias for their toxic behavior. So there is no spoiler to what I'm about to play for you, but this is Irina Solo apologizing on her Instagram today um, for the way she came off on her season of Love is Blind. I'm in the middle of watching it right now, but I will have a full uh, breakdown of this on YouTube. I'm going to spare you guys the details because this is not a spoiler video, but uh, here's a clip of her apologizing on Instagram today. Hi, I want to start off by saying um, sorry that this video is a little delayed. I really wanted to take some time to process everything that has been going on this past week and really get my thoughts together. Before I responded, um, the first thing I want to say is that I have privately apologized to the people that I have hurt and mistreated. And um, second of all, I wanted to say I'm so, so sorry for the people that watched the show that felt frustrated, angry, hurt by the way that I was mistreating people. By the way, and I'm going to let you guys go to her Instagram, Irina underscore solo to listen to the rest of that. But this is the best way. And I know this isn't their intention, but this is their best way to get people to watch the show. When you see the social media and the parasocial relationships that develop and you understand, oh, she came off a certain way. And even in today's world in 2023, we wonder how can somebody come off so poorly? Don't they realize they're being filmed this, that, and the other, you know, that 
that this is this is the reason there's an endless supply of villains in the world is that people don't realize when they're the a-hole. That's why there's a Reddit thread uh, subreddit called Am I the Asshole? A-I-T-A. Am I the Asshole? Because the idea is a lot of times people don't know. You got to ask your buddy, hey, was I in the wrong for throwing mashed potatoes at my uh, you know wife's father when we got in that fight about Trump? You know what I mean? So like you just never know. But here's the two differences on, on reality TV. There's talent for the sake of talent, which is American Idol. And then there is uh, drama for the sake of drama, which is dating reality shows. So it's so funny when you see uh, the difference between American Idol, where these talented musicians are bleeding their soul with this art they have crafted versus, um, you know, contestants from these reality dating shows are really just a, a sort of mental form of a tornado. They do not know their own wrath and they come in as lead character energy and quickly an audience goes, no, not in the real world, you don't. And then they get shut back down. So I will have more on this Love is Blind story and I will be continuing to cover it. So I'm going to either ask you, um, you know, this the whole season, I believe, has been uploaded on Netflix. So this is your only warning for spoilers in the future. We'll be discussing it assuming we've watched the whole uh the whole eight episodes and if uh you know do, do what i do just uh you know get on tiktok and then watch netflix in the background and just multitask and then you'll you'll remember nothing at the end all right well we are into our featured piece of content today this is what gabby had to say to grocery store joe regarding knowing she was not gonna win her season of the bachelor that aired this past monday have a listen to what she had to say you had said, so now you're there, final two. And I know a lot of people are saying, like, if you knew it was going to be Katie, because there's, there's, we do only see, unfortunately, and I'm sure there it wasn't just self-doubt. Um, but that's kind of what we see. And you're saying, like, I know it's going to be Katie. So a lot of people are saying, well, why didn't you just self-eliminate? Uh, grocery store Joe is like the detective in Bachelor Nation. Doesn't he just come off like some gritty Chicago cop? Why didn't you just self-eliminate? You knew it wasn't going to be you. Um, you know, in that rose ceremony when he was only speaking to Katie and he wasn't making eye contact with me, it was a really isolating feeling. And um, in that moment, I knew it was not me um, because anyone who who loved me and wanted it to be me wouldn't wouldn't speak of something that was a special moment in that way. And I understand he was speaking about his parameter and the mistake he made by setting that parameter. However, there was like a level of like, like these words are really like mean, like, why are you saying these words? They're so mean. Um, and I knew that it was not me. And so when I met his family, I felt so much love, but I think I was craving my family so badly. And this is this perfectly exhibits why the show manufactures love. They strip away your normalcy. She said she was craving her family so much that she sort of attached herself to Zach's family. You ever seen one of those things where there's like an abandoned kid, you know, a video, there's like abandoned um, animal and it's like an abandoned zebra. And then it's like being raised by an elephant. It's like, well, you just want some comfort there. And uh, the elephant in the room was Zach's family. I just wanted to be home with like the people I loved. Um, and I could feel the love in his family. Like they are a very close family. It reminded me so much of my family. And I felt, felt very in love in that moment. But I don't know if I was just so 
craving like my family that I just yeah. needed any kind of love. Yes. Um, and so on that beat, on that date on the beach, I knew for sure it's not you. Um, and I said that, but I also thought about my friendship with Katie and, um, you know, I've hesitated saying this, but okay, I th- here's where it gets a little, I don't want to call it nutty, but hard to believe. She said, I've hesitated saying this. I think it is important to like, know like why I did stay. Um, and I thought about my relationship with Katie and if I were in her shoes and it was clear, Katie was the choice. Katie had, had been the choice, but if I had left, she could have felt like she is the choice by default and she was truly the choice. And I never wanted her to feel like, well, Gabby left, so he had to choose me. All right, so let me get this straight. And all right, I'm just I'm I'm gonna cross-examine this. I'm not saying this is not true. I'm not saying that she's full of crap here. But Gabby's saying she got heartbroken on the pedestal or whatever the hell you want to call it, the altar. She got heartbroken on the throne so that Katie could understand that she was the one. Okay. I mean, altruistic. I like it. Because, yeah. no, he was always choosing Katie. And the only reason I would have left is because I knew he was choosing Katie, but I didn't want her to feel any kind of doubt when he proposed to her and she watched it all back. Well, that's uh, that's very commendable of you. That is, that is a sign of a very good person. Um, I would like to think that I would do something very similar to that. Um, I don't know about in the moment, but I respect that. And I do... I believe you, because if I thought you were full of shit, I would say it. Um, So, yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you, he says. All right. You get the grocery store approval. What do you guys think? Leave a comment. Let me know. I mean, I I, I guess if you're Gabby, you probably probably think several things. And I'm sure the producers tell her this, too. I'm sure the producers say, get up there in the altar. If he doesn't propose to you, you're going to look like... I mean, at at that point, right, you're already going to be as heartbroken as possible. So... Why not just go for it all and let the chips fall as they may? And if the audience gets to see you look even more heartbroken, at least you have their sympathy card. I guess that's the right play. And like she said, also, you know, then Katie knows for sure she was the one. Gabby breaks down the iconic moment she was picked up in the mud. Let's watch this clip. Um, The moment when you did get dropped off and they dropped you off in the mud because why not? Why not fuck with Gabby just a little more? Drop her off in the mud and you said don't, make sure you don't do that to Katie. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously going into that day, I was, you know, a little bit activated and I knew, I mean, you, you know, well, I knew it was not me. And so getting out, my heels sunk into the mud. Um, I could, you know, I could see everyone was stressed, but like my heels literally sunk into the mud. Luckily, my dress was a little bit short, so it didn't get in the mud. Um, But I I was saying that to the people who are in the production who are like, forward, forward. Everyone thinks I was yelling at the driver. I wasn't yelling at the driver of the car. I was no, I didn't make that mistake. I didn't think she was yelling at the driver. I thought she was yelling at the producers. Speaking yeah. to production when they were like, come forward, forward. We'll get out of the mud, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Nope. And by the way, I don't have the photo here, but let's see if we can find it. Gabby stands in mud bachelor finale. She wasn't exactly like 
I mean, the it was it was wet, but it wasn't like do we have a, a mud shot. You guys saw it. She wasn't sunk into the mud. It was just a wet, dirty ground. But either way, I mean, you know. I think I think uh, I I think it's safe to say she was a little uh, stressed about the situation, and it was not about the mud. Nobody wants to stay in the mud. You know, this is about to be Katie's moment where she gets out and she's happy and like excited and like. Don't make her heels sink into the mud and throw her off balance. Like, I I just you you know what you better be invited to this wedding because you you are you are a you're doing all the friend things that you need to do here. It's a um, tough one. I'm really torn on whether I believe it or not. And it's fine. I mean, like, I'm sure she's, I'm sure she believes it. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, really, like, uh, is she, I wonder if Katie is going to um, respond in kind the way Gabby did. Like, there must be some bitterness, right? And you, maybe it goes both ways. Gabby gave herself and maybe this is a very, you know, puritanical way of looking at it, but she gave everything she had to that relationship and then she wasn't chosen. So there's obviously a bitterness that's going to exist with Zach no matter what. Um, and you hate to pit people against each other, but in the end, it, it is that sort of competition where like he's picking somebody and Katie quote unquote wins over Gabby. Although we think Gabby's fantastic. Um, I think she would have made a great bachelorette. Uh, although, you know, knowing how this season was being filmed, uh, there was too much overlap. There were, it wasn't enough space to breathe in between seasons, but either way, um, would Gabby get invited to the wedding? That's where it becomes interesting because it's like, you know, she was in love. So she thought with this guy. So even though she's good friends with Katie, I don't know if I'm Gabby, maybe I'm a little busy that week. Um, let's talk about the post real quick. I know all three of you women posted at the same time. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? I think what we wanted to just show was, you know, we're, we're in this together. We are the girls from the show, from this season were all so awesome. Um, and Katie and Ariel were two of the girls I clicked with the most, um, from the beginning. And we were always together. We were always in each other's rooms. Um, they were just like the girls, like we got each other. Um, you know, Jess was one of those girls too. Like she's just sweetheart as well. So I got to give her a quick shout out. Um, but, but I think what we wanted to show was this is painful. And I think, you know, we all have our challenges of being, um, it was like, it was like, we all came up with it together. Um, I was going to ask, said, was it any, was it anyone's idea or it was all you at the same time? I think what we wanted to do was, okay, how can we show that like, no matter what, we are still close friends. We are in this together. We support one another because, you know, you have so many parameters that you do have to follow up. You can't post this or you can't do this, um, you know, just to keep, you know, the, the secret of the show and, you know, what's going to happen next week. But we get photos from the prior week. And so I think the point of it was just to show we are in this together. We are friends. We have each other's back. Um, no matter what happens, no matter what, you know, you don't know how the fans are going to react to something you say. You don't know what's going to be aired. You don't know how things are going to be edited. And I think just the point was that we have each other's back no matter what happens um, through the rest of this 
and afterwards. Now, I know grocery store Joe is happily married. I made the mistake last week of saying he's engaged. He is married. But I think he and Gabby would be a good fit. I don't know. Maybe the age difference is a little too much. I don't really I don't know how it all shakes out. But either way, Gabby, look, I mean, I'm 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 sort of uh, like looking for cracks in the story just out of pure curiosity. You know, boredom got me on a Monday, but she's coming off fantastic. Gabby seems very I mean, considering what she went through, um, the anxiety and the self-doubt, you know, because as she mentioned before, she's like, look, I don't know if I am if this is just a self-doubt in my head and we've all been there where you're like, Oh, I'm freaking out. But it's like, also your intuition's like, yeah, they're probably not that into you. And she had to deal with all that. And I think she came out glowing and I hope that she's all the better for that experience. And very happy that she unionized with the other ladies of the season saying, Hey, we're all in this together. All right, we made it to the finish line on this Monday. I hope you've made it home from work and are relaxing. Maybe have a whiskey, ginger, I don't know, maybe a pizza. Do whatever you need to do. It's Monday, you know what I mean? Take care of yourself. Weekend's a long way away. Uh, Yeah, if there's any other content you'd like me to cover here on Bachelor Rush Hour, please let me know. I covered this in my YouTube video, but I actually tried to get the uh, RushHour.com domain name, RushHour.com, and they told me it's going for $250,000. So if anyone wants to join the Patreon at the $250,000 tier, we'll buy RushHour.com. In the meantime, and I'm only kidding, but you can join Patreon if you want to be a part of the private live streams and watch these podcasts get made and see the visual aspect of these podcasts, go to Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And if you uh, can't afford that, it's not in the funds, and you still want to support the channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button, follow you know, all the different things, rate, review, share with your friends and with in whatever community you're in. If you want to tag me on Instagram at Neals and screen grab uh, where you're listening to the podcast. I think we had someone the other day say they were wa- they were listening to the podcast while they were charging their Tesla. Take a photo of that, post it on Instagram and I'll reshare it. Appreciate all the love we've been getting out there and all the support you've given us in the first few months of this podcast. Looking forward to seeing where we take this thing. All right, until tomorrow, I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.